morning, Trinity Youth. It's December 8th, 2023. It's Haley. And Dave. And y'all, we are on the last day of Hope Week. Guys, I'm not going to lie. I'm really going to miss this topic. This is true. Haley is a big fan of Hope. I am also. It's a great thing to be a fan of. But uh, yeah, we will miss Hope Week. Looking forward to the coming weeks. Um, So Haley, speaking of looking forward, every year I get kind of excited about my stocking. We do stockings in my family, and I'm just curious, what is a thing that you always get in your stocking? This is a little embarrassing. Guys, I didn't know Dave was asking this question. Hit some gold right here, y'all. Yeah, Um, it's just gonna be a candy debate on this. Um, Every year, and this is the only time of the year that I eat these, I get a box of Mike and Ikes in my stocking, and I eat them. Ever since I was in like middle school, I'd eat them like as I open my presents. Like wake up Christmas morning, first thing I eat is Mike and Ike's. Even now as like a 26-year-old woman, I do this. They still make those, huh? Oh yeah. They're thriving, Dave. I mean, I don't know. I might rather have coal because that's useful. Could like burn it. I can't even burn Mike and Ike's. Y'all can't see me right now, but I did the classic Haley jaw drop. The Haley face is aghast. That was, that hurt. That hit where it really hurt. (laughs) Dave, what do you what do you name your stocking? If you can one up me, go for it. I got really salty this morning. Um, I'm gonna, I will be open and curious. This is a season to be hopeful and curious. I hope I come to appreciate Mike and Ike's. Every year we get an orange in our stocking. And my favorite story about this is one year, I forgot about it and we found it the next year. And mm, y'all, no bueno. This thing (laughs) looked like coal. In my stocking. So if you, uh, you know, check your stocking at the end if you, of the day if you're a stocking person. Because. <laughs> that, it feels like when I like don't find one egg on Easter and then you find it like a candle a year later because it's you're smelling. Like, mm, yeah. Mm, it's giving it's that energy. That's so bad, Dave. But I'm glad you have a tradition. Glad you're not. I'm glad I get the Mike and Ike's, not you. You're living. It's good. Well, what do you have for um, us today, Haley? Yeah, Set y'all. We are... it's, t- it's time to move on. Time, time to anchor <laughs> us in the topic of hope. We'll throw it back to the first episode. Um, y'all, I'm really excited about where we're heading today. Um, Dave, you're going to read us a scripture for the morning. Can you go ahead and read us a scripture for the day? Yeah, so we're in Revelation today. And for those of you who have tried reading Revelation, just want to give a brief word on it because it can be a wild and confusing book. There is so much going on. There's visions of dragons and angels and armies and wars. Um, And just to say briefly, it was written by John, same John who wrote John when he was a teenager. He wrote this later in his life. It's what's called apocalyptic literature. It's a genre um, that has a lot of imagery, so it's not meant to be taken literally. So I just want to say all of that um before we dive in and um if you are going to read revelation don't go without a good map without a good guide um because it's not meant to be taken the way that maybe we just face value read it so anyway um let's read this text which um it's all about hope so this is revelation 21 3 and i heard a loud voice from the throne saying look god's dwelling place is now among the people and he will dwell with them They will be his people, and God himself will be with them and be their God. The word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be to to God. God. Haley, how does this text hit you? Gosh, like when I hear this text, I can't help but think of like three different seasons we've kind of had with God, like back to the garden, us walking in the midst of God, walking with God, knowing who we are because God was with us. 
been looking to like Jesus, looking to when Jesus was born, looking to Jesus being amongst his people and how that changed people. Like, oh, like I should live a life where I love others. I, I can put people before me. I can really changing culture in this way of like I having their eyes set on heaven in a way that was new to them. And then I look at this hope, like this great hope that we as people living today can have of like, we can dwell with God one day, this future where we don't cry on our own and feel like we're alone, this future where things are healed and sickness isn't here anymore. So when I like read this text, I think of Christmas, I think of how we are now ultimately waiting for a time where all the sad things aren't true anymore. And I just can't help but be like stirred of hope of like, man, we're going to think about Jesus coming and him coming to be with us and makes me wonder like, what would that be like again? Like, what will it be like to feel renewed and just different than we do now? Um, Dave, do you have any thoughts about this text initially? Yeah, it's a good word about imagining what it's like to spend time in God's presence, which we have that opportunity all the time, but to feel it just so richly as if there's another person right there. And so I love that this text, Revelation, is pointing us to where we're heading one day, but it also is pointing backwards to how we got here, to this Christmas season. Again, I'm just in the passage. Look, God's dwelling place is now among the people. That's what we're celebrating at Christmas, is that God, again, in the form of a little baby, as we spoke about earlier in this week, this tiny thing that we can hold, came to spend time with us and then grow up with us, which is like our understanding of God grows um, as we grow up as well. And um, so I love this thinking back, Jesus came and dwelled with us, but we're also now looking forward to a time when we're going to spend time so richly with the Lord. And that gives me hope. That gives me a lot of hope as a reminder of um, we have a lot of great things now, but everything is not right. Um, But one day it will be put to rights. Mm. Yeah, that's good, Dave. If there's one thing about the earth that you're like, man, I wish this could be restored. I wish I could see this different. Like, God, I wish I could see this in a way where it's going to be fully restored, fully how you intended. What's something that you wish you could just get a glimpse of? If you can get one little peek into what that'd be like, what would it be? Hey, this is such a big question. I mean, there's so many places we see brokenness. I mean, right now, my present mind is thinking about all the different conflicts around the world. The fact that humans are willing to consider other fellow humans and kill them and enter into war, um, into times where just the disregard for the image of God in others. Um, It seems like we have never gotten over that as a species. And that just continually breaks my heart, particularly when innocent and children are involved. Um, That is something that I really hope we come to a point where we are all able to see the image of God in one another. So how about you? I know that's sort of a heavy place to go. Yeah, heavy but real. And yeah, I was talking to a student recently who said that they love about Trinity Youth is that we don't avoid hard things. Mm-hmm. So thanks for not avoiding the hard thing, Dave. I think that's a real thing to think about, even in the midst of the season. Um, my mind went somewhere very different, though. Um, when I thought of a restored place, I just like, I picture this feast for people like, there's a lot of imagery in the Bible where Jesus is talking in parables about the feast of the kingdom and what that'll be like. And I just think about the people who never thought they'd be invited, getting to sit at this mm, table where they feel, yeah, where they feel whole, like their thoughts sound or like they matter, like they really have a place mm. there. And I've just seen what it's done for people, like our friends experiencing homelessness and, and Lazarus and these places that we get to serve and even as neighbors who like get to sit at a table for the first time and feel like someone really cares and getting glimpses of that here. I just can't even picture what it'd be like to be like dwelling with God and 
people know that they're loved. Um, I just can't imagine a dinner better than that. So I think when I think of hope and things being restored, I think of a feast that really feels full. I love that where uh, you could sense that if, if we're really dwelling in God's presence, nobody's doubting their value or if they matter, or if they belong. Man, so good. Hope week. Hope week. Hope week it's is, a good week. is hitting hard, Haley. I love it. So Haley, let's leave leave everyone with something to think about this weekend to wrap up Hope Week. Yeah, if y'all know me, you know that I love to go on a walk with God. If you've been a part of Trinity Youth, it's probably a thing that I've recommended you do at some point. So if y'all can get a chance, go ahead and take a walk in your neighborhood and imagine what it would be like if God dwelt there. What would it be like if Jesus were walking the streets with you? And just ask that question. See how it goes. See how you feel. Um, and report back. If you see me or Dave, let us know how it goes. We'd love to hear. We'd love that. And just call it out. The Lord is there, which is so cool. Um, so look for it. Look for signs. Um, we love y'all. Can't wait to get with y'all next week. And as always, peace, peace be, be with, with you. you.